Tell me a little bit more uh, about Bomb Bomb and how it works and and how people might use that in a in a in a sort of genuine client interaction. Yeah, the software is shockingly simple, right? We have integrations built with like Outlook and Gmail and a lot of different CRMs out there where you're going to have a little red record button sitting in your email inbox and you can kind of decide as you're composing an email, do I want to type this all out or do I just want to say it, right? And press a button and just speak into the camera lens it very you know quickly and immediately uh, embeds that directly into the body of an email and you can send it right off that way it's it used a lot of different ways right from some people use it from like a mass sending standpoint to do updates to their network usually what we recommend to have people do is a lot of the simple personal videos right the one-to-one -one messages i think well first we'll talk about some of the advantages right and you already mentioned two of these already right you noticed how uh, you mentioned how different it was and that's a very common bit of feedback we get is you know i got an inbox full of crap but then this is different this is attention grabbing but the other side of things is through that again simple authentic video gives people a chance to experience you and try to build at least a piece of that that know like and trust that rapport mm -hmm. right off the bat right it gets used as you can imagine in very much in a sales capacity for introducing yourself to leads for converting leads for ultimately you know winning over new business because it has the advantage of helping people get to know you and you know being different and getting their attention so we see a lot of people using bomb bomb for sales and it's a fantastic use case for it right in fact usually that's that's the shortest line to draw between video and revenue right is when you're using it in a sales capacity. But the other advantage that we found of video is that it's also a lot more efficient way to communicate, right? Because mm. you can talk a heck of a lot faster than you can type. So just for busy professionals who feel like way too much time goes into their email inbox and they don't actually get anything done, a lot of times a video can be a way to churn through 10 email responses really quickly compared to sitting there typing it out. There's even a, an element of clarity that comes with the messaging too, because when you have your body language and your voice and all elements of human communication working for you, you tend to avoid misunderstanding. So when you're communicating about a project and about deadlines, people can understand your urgency. People can understand a sense of priority and what's important over what. They can understand uh, even things with your tone when it comes to when you're providing positive feedback or constructive feedback, I guess, versus when you're being a jerk, when you're being genuine and sincere and when you're being passive aggressive. Like yeah. a lot of that tone comes across and it avoids misunderstandings. So a lot of people use video email just as a way to communicate with their colleagues, to communicate with their current customers, to avoid misunderstandings and to generally speed the communication process. And I think it removes a lot of friction, right? Yeah, having that video. No, I was just going to say it, it's I'm nodding away to all of that because we use a lot of that in our regular client communication through Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, whatever they want to use. Yeah. Obviously, we're doing a lot more on the podcast, but I do find that it's so much easier to communicate because you can see if someone understands something as you're walking them through it. You can screen share as well, of course. And, and that's what I felt watching your video, that I knew who you were. You, you were just talking normally. You might um and uh and think, but that's quite normal in a face-to-face -face conversation. Yeah. But you would never put that into written language. Feels right. Feels much more comfortable. And it was, um after you get, you get over the surprise and actually the way we had our, our conversation is that I would reply to you in, in text and you'd reply back in video as odd as it was it was good because it was very easy for me. I didn't have to read anything. I just watched the video. Definitely, definitely removes that friction. And and yeah, like on the note of Zoom and stuff, I'm a huge, huge proponent of, of, of Zoom. Personally, I can't imagine being in business and not using Zoom, unless you just happen to you know be face-to-face -face with everyone all the time. But the, where BombBomb fits into that general landscape, right, is that Zoom is for synchronous communication, two-way dialogue. You know, you got to coordinate your calendars. A tool like BombBomb is for asynchronous communication where you can't coordinate your calendars. You just record it when it's convenient for you and and they watch it when it's convenient for them. But yeah, I would absolutely throw bomb on the same category of tools as Zoom, where it's just a simple way to communicate better. You mentioned yeah. about people using it as a way to communicate, say, on a basis with their, with their audience um, as part of a, in, instead of an email newsletter, 
Tell me how that might work. So, you know, on a technical basis, there's a few ways to pull that off, right? BombBomb Bomb does make it easy to like copy and paste your BombBomb videos into other email sending platforms. Basically, mm -hmm. we give you the HTML code to the video and you can slap that in anywhere that speaks HTML. Um, but the BombBomb Bomb platform itself is in its own right, a fully functional email marketing platform. So we don't just integrate with other things. We are our own standalone marketing tool. So you could import a list of a thousand people, you know, who are either your clients or your prospects. And if you want to update them about an event that's going on, they should know about, you can just record a simple video of your and send it out to the whole group at once. Very similar videos, very similar process. It's just a matter mm -hmm. of night distribution list is a thousand people instead of just being one person. That's yeah, another fantastic use case. Because think about it, things like newsletters and updates and stuff are necessarily bad, but I can tell you that I subscribe to a ton of them and never bother opening any of them because they're like three paragraphs long or sometimes a couple pages long of typed out text and I'm just really freaking busy. I don't have time yeah. to do that. So what I've seen a lot of people do as they're adopting video is they'll, they'll keep their, you know, two pages of typed out text for people who really care. But the barrier for a lot of people is, at least for me, I'm not about to read two pages of text when I'm not sure if it's going to be worth my time or not. I'm not going to take that risk. So what they'll do is they'll put a little one, two minute video at the top that just does a quick recap, shouts out what's at the bottom and explains why this newsletter exists and who it's going to help. So you can quickly watch a one minute video and decide for yourself, is it worth reading the whole two pages or is this not one really not relevant to me? So yeah, a lot of different ways to use it, but I think it is yeah. just a way to breathe some life into those newsletters and those updates. Well, and we found with the newsletters that we send out for clients, that the ones that have video in get more, um, usually more click throughs, certainly more reads, but also the ones with people in. So if you can have a person as part of that thumbnail in there, which you know yours, yours was when it comes through, that has get, got a lot more engagement than anything else, just having a person in there. So I totally understand that not only could this be a more frictionless way to send uh, newsletters to people and easier for them to consume, but you're going to get at least initially, a lot more engagement. Definitely. I think, uh, you know, I don't know the details of the study, but I was checking out a blog post from HubSpot recently, who of course knows a thing or two about getting uh, engagement on emails. Um, mm -hmm. And they said that when they did a study, emails that had videos in them got a 300% more click-throughs. It's not our stat, I don't know the details behind that, but yes, definitely, you're right. <laughs> Higher click-throughs when there's a video, for sure. You know, the two of the use cases we covered, right, is like, you know, sales, lead conversion, and then simple communication during the process. Um, the third major way I see people using video is with really maintaining relationships. And a lot of times it's maintaining relationships with past customers, a lot mm. of times it's maintaining relationships with a professional network of peers. But the real power of these simple videos is that it really allows you to create what I refer to as psychological or emotional proximity in the absence of physical proximity. So you can have a diverse network of a few hundred professionals who, you know, you've only ever met once, but if you communicate on a semi-regular basis with them with video, it can create that sensation of proximity. Your brain kind of thinks that they're, you know, very close to you, even though they could be worlds away. In my role, right, I do entirely inside sales. All the clients that I work with, all the referral partners I work with, all the professional relationships I've grown, I've never met any of them, but there's still at least half a dozen of those people. I could text them at midnight and they'd send a text right back, right? Like we have that type of a relationship. And the only thing we've ever done is traded videos. Feels as if we meet each other every week, right? Because of that. So and again, Zoom is a great tool for creating that psychological proximity as well as bomb bomb. So any way you're using video, you know, even using it in kind of a mass distribution context can help with that. That's kind of the third and final use case, right? It's maintaining relationships over time and over space, whether that's with past clients or with, you know, professional networks. So let's talk a little bit more about personal video. I'm just interested in in why it's so effective. Because it is, we can clearly see that from some of the stats. I've got some firsthand experience of that, either through the podcast or through client e emails and, and YouTube that we're using. But why is it so effective? What, how does it overcome? overcome the barriers that we have from just text communication? Yeah, I mean, you know, for first level, that answer is video in general is powerful because it gets all of human communication pulled in, right? There's a famous study that's, I think, often misunderstood and misquoted, but when it comes to 
the emotional connection we feel with someone and determining who we like and who we don't like. About 7% of our gut feeling comes from the words that we hear them using. About 43% of it comes from vocal cues, tone and pace and volume. And about 52 or something percent of that, 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 that gut feeling we get comes from visual cues of body language and facial features and hands and stuff like that. So having all of that included really allows the brain of the recipient to run its checks and say, hey, do I like this person? Am I getting good vibes from them? Do their words match their face, match their body language? Is there consistency there, right? Because I think when it comes to trust, a lot of what the brain is doing when deciding who's shady and sketchy and who's trustworthy is that the brain is evaluating matches, right? Matches between the words and the body yeah. and matches between actions and words and face and all that. And when everything lines up and everything checks out and we're getting a consistent message from all of those ways of communication, we get this warm feeling that I can trust this guy. But when something doesn't quite match up, then our brain has this, this, this gut feeling that says, ah, I'm not sure about that. So it allows our brain to do what it does best, right? Which is to kind of take holistically all of that input and make a determination off it. So video in general, works well, I think, for all those reasons. But the personal video, I think, is huge, right? Because most when most people hear about video communication or video marketing, a lot of times they think about edited and productions and commercials. And you know, even a lot of when my BombBomb customers come to me and they're inquiring about BombBomb, they're, they're thinking about video for more of a marketing thing. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with produced marketing videos. They have their place. But I think there's a, there's a continuum that spans from shiny and polished and produced to authentic and raw. And you really can't have both in most situations. You kind of have to choose where on the continuum you want to be. And I think right now the world is oversaturated and kind of just has gotten over the shiny and produced and the production value stuff, right? I think there may have been a time in the past as technology was first exploding where you could really blow people away with how highly produced your video was mm -hmm. and really create a lot of interest off that. Where now we're just like, we tune it out. So even though there's a place for those producer videos, I think I've noticed on social media and really even in, in video emails that the ones that are more simple, raw, authentic, and real tend to get more attention. That's almost like what the world has an appetite for, right? On social media, we have plenty of polish and highlight reels. And we're tired of polish and highlight mm -hmm. reel advertisements. I think all of us has a, this a bit of an emotional, psychological need and, and deficiency of the real, the raw, authentic, the human, which again, I think is where, where the power of the tools like Zoom or BombBomb come in, or even things like Facebook Live, right? People like seeing that Facebook Live where again, as you mentioned, you stutter and you trip over your words and you lose your train of thought, but it's okay because that's the way human beings are. Exactly. That's what happens in regular conversation. So, yeah. So I think that's what kind of what Bomb is all about. And I think I see an overall trend in the market too of moving towards authenticity. Uh, Dove's a good example of this, right? You look at all Dove's advertising from the 90s, early 2000s. Everything they produced was incredibly polished, incredibly edited. You know, all the skin of these models look glowing and beautiful and perfect. And now Dove's shifting, right? They have a campaign called the Campaign for Real Beauty. They have a series of YouTube videos called You're More Beautiful Than You Think. And, and all mm -hmm. this is about real people as they really are and using that as a way to connect with their audience rather than using the polish. One of my colleagues here, Ethan Butte here at BombBomb was actually talking to me about, I think it was, a, it was an article I read or a book you read or something, I think it was an article, talking about how Coca-Cola has actually recently started investing a lot of time, energy, and even money into trying to make their videos and their images look worse, meaning like try to make them look like they were just recorded on a simple iPhone or taken off yeah. someone's simple phone rather than making them look like they were highly polished and produced. So on one end, we have these small business owners saying, oh, I can't just take a simple video with my phone. That's not professional enough. I need a video production crew. But then you have Coca-Cola saying, hey, let's take this video from the production crew and let's try to make it look like it was taken on a phone, <laughs> you know? So I think in general, the world is moving back towards authenticity over the polish and the production value. If you found this podcast interesting, then you might like my marketing club. You can join for free to receive regular tips and advice so you can become more effective in marketing your business. 
Pro members get access to my live webinars every single month, along with all the previous webinars I've done. It's about two years worth now. There's even a podcast version that you can listen to while you walk the dog. You can find out more by visiting ratherinventive.com slash club. That's ratherinventive.com slash club. Bye for now.